Welcome to the Breathe to Ride podcast with me, Katie Boehner, and Kristen Whitaker. Get ready and join Kristen and I for all kinds of conversations and stories about this experience and journey that you're on to enhance the mind, body, and soul of the relationship between you and yourself and you and your horse. This is a brand new start for this new relationship and method of communication between you, yourself, and your equine partner. Not only will we cover the breath and the biomechanics of training, horsemanship, and riding, you're going to learn a whole new perspective on how you view yourself and your horse and develop a melodic nature in this experience that you have every time you handle, groom, or ride your horses. Please remember to check with your healthcare provider before starting any new exercise or breath practice. Okay, inhale, exhale, and repeat. Let's go, this is gonna be fun. My desire to teach in the way that I do, to slow down the language between horse and handler or rider, must have been born within me, I would think. I believe that we can hone our skills and fine tune the communication, but the passion that I feel when a client has a breakthrough moment, large or small, it's truly inexplainable. It's magical. There's a quality of experience when you find yourself immersed in these clinics or workshops with us. Horse or human alike, there's a blending of egoic and heart energy. It's captivating an invisible invitation deep down in your own heart. There's been an alchemy of two visions between Kristen and I that very much have wanted to be one from the beginning of this partnership. There's a beauty in this story and in your story with your horse of perseverance, courage, self-discovery, and we all deserve someone to innocently remind us of our greatness that demands us to dance with all that's around us in this world and with your horse. All right. Welcome back to the Breathe to Ride podcast. Kristen and I are sitting here talking about some really cool ideas about our Breathe to Ride clinics. And we got into a really amazing conversation about what our specific roles are as clinicians from our individual perspectives when we teach together. And it really kind of started to get really exciting and good. And we said, hey, let's take a minute, record a quick podcast and talk a little bit about what we bring to Breathe to Ride, not only from a professional standpoint, but a personal standpoint and how we blend all of that to a really nourishing cocktail that we serve to anybody that has the opportunity to come spend some time with us. So hi, Kristen. Hello, Katie. How's your day going? It's awesome. Have a good As day. always. It's yeah. been a really rainy, crazy, snowy, snowy, windy, February, no, March. March. Again, <laughs> we don't know what day. This has to be a theme. We never know what day it is. March something, third, fourth. 
and we're having a bit of a nor'easter. I'm down in Norwell for a little bit of time with Kristen, and I'd love for you to hear what she was just saying to me about her individual role that she brings to Breathe to Ride. So why don't you start? And we got onto this conversation a little bit because uh, we had a fascinating conversation with um, an organization out of California. And by the way, Katie, let's paint the picture. Katie's okay. visiting me because it's school vacation for her kids. Yep. And so the kids are having a blast, four-wheelers and things like that. Dirt um, bikes. Dirt bikes. Horseback riding. Um, but Katie and I are working <laughs> because mm -hmm. we love to work. Yep. And it just so happened that a opportunity arose, and we will take chance on any opportunity and grab a hold of it. Um, and we spoke with a woman named Susan Pierce. Such a cool lady. Out of Red Bucket Equine like an hour ago. Rescue. We talked to her an hour ago. Yeah. I, I had spoken to her earlier this week. Uh, we followed up with another conversation. And then Katie and I were together. So we said, let's talk to her together. And we need all of you to go to redbucketequinerescue.org. Susan says her website is under uh, construction. Even though it looks fantastic. Because all of our websites are under construction. I don't know a website that's not under construction, just right. to lay it out there. Kind of um, like a cookie I don't like, unless it has raisins. Yeah, I don't like raisins that well either. Um, and... and Susan has really created an organization that is is far beyond the scope of what I can explain. Mm -hmm. So if you go to her website and there will be a video on there, it's she has a rescue organization that's beyond. There's a magnitude to towards it. A, a, like she's done amazing things. Yes, amazing. So yeah. we're so we're gonna stop. We're gonna let you go and watch it because you have to. It's however, about a twelve minute video. However, take a look. Full circle. This brings us back around to we were planning a podcast. Um, it was a little delayed and because we were too busy talking about all the exciting things that we do together. Um, and we were planning a podcast and we were talking about these roles, our roles as clinicians. So how do we go out there and teach, whether it be at a Breathe to Ride or at an individual session? Um, an individual individual job. How what happens to us um, as clinicians, and why is it so important that you give us the opportunity to work with you yeah. to empower yeah. and better you and your horse together? And so we we start talking about filling the bucket up because we had talked to this this woman from Red Bucket, and then we were like, this is going to be the topic. We're going to talk about when I go out and teach, Katie. Um, I have to take a picture. I watch, and maybe even more importantly, I listen to the horse and what I'm seeing. And I have to take a picture. And where do I see, and I'm not going to call it weakness, but where do I see maybe imbalance? an imbalance yeah. um, that is happening with the horse, whether it be on the ground and with a handler or in the saddle with a rider. Oddly enough, it's not always what the person thinks our agenda is going to be about for that day, but it is what is needed for that day so that you can mm -hmm. continue like to stick to your agenda. So that's my role. And then if you pull Katie into either her role on her own or when we're teaching together, Katie, what is your role? My role is and job 
passion and desire in these workshops is to evaluate the person and the person as as a whole person, which includes the mind, the body, and the overall wellness through the breath and the biomechanics of not only just the body's biomechanics, but the if you break down the science of the biomechanics of how the breath actually works in the body and how that affects the overall balance mm -hmm. that we are actually craving. And I believe that we are very much seeing the same thing, but in a different form where you see that very naturally in the horses. I see it very naturally in the riders. And it all really does create this a deeper cadence of, of where the, we're going. Took the word Did I really mouth? take it better? Yeah, so I was going to say cadence. So mm -hmm. I said, what I was going to say is what we're craving really is cadence, yeah. rhythm, and balance. Yes. And if we don't have those, the horse is not necessarily going to track up in the way that it should be. So for example, I often see a heavy right shoulder on horses. All right. So when I look at a horse, I can see this heaviness on the right side, this inability to flex well, this, um, again, loss of balance. So your horse is not going to track or present in the way that you want them to present as this round, soft, supple horse from side to side and front to back. Right. So wh where's the solution? Where's the solution? The solution is engagement and right, balance and right. so i will help a rider and a horse work through and often people miss that this can be from the ground you can help a horse work through um, certain techniques and drills in order to help find that cadence balance and balance and, and uh, engagement which then i get to bring you in yep again to the conversation which is i get to see the energetic i'm even going to call it like a dissonance because i don't think there's anything abnormal about being out of balance i think it's a very normal part of being alive we have moments where we're very much in balance which then leads us to the opportunity to get off balance which then increases our education to refine the balance it's not the rhythm of life constantly falling off, getting on, falling off, getting on. Yes, metaphorically the horse, but more importantly, falling in and out of your own personal awareness. So I seek that dissonance. I find it kind of like a mission in my life. Like if I'm looking, whether that's a family member, my child, a friend, I'm always kind of seeking like, how is there a dissonance in the moment, in this moment and the next moment and the next moment? And how can I bring that person, that rider in these situations forward into their awareness of their body and when Kristen will find, say, the right shoulder issue that's so common, interestingly enough, I find the hips, for instance, psoas muscles. There could be one right psoas muscle, which is a very broad term for hip flexors and such that are absolutely going to directly affect the engine, the power of the horse that's behind you, that intricately relate to the mechanics of the breath. So I believe that that dissonance is really the most magical part that it's that, that it's bringing forward an opportunity for growth and understanding to create a beautiful balance that brings the cadence that brings the rhythm and ultimately brings freedom and happiness and that there is a solution to these feelings we don't have to just put up with oh my horse always drops his right shoulder or I'm just I have a tight hip I've had it checked and I have a tight hip and Chris and I both are like well let's let's lean into that Let's find bit. the biomechanics behind it in the rider. Yeah. Let's let you work your magic in the rider so that I can then work my magic with the horse. Because yeah. we even saw recently 
um, a, a client. We're working on an individual session, one client. And the changes we were making in the rider um, made the horse a little worried and made the horse yep. a little nervous. Yeah. And so we the, the rider was then a little concerned about their horse. And I, Katie said, don't worry. Let me help you fix yourself so Kristen can then come in and help you with the horse. And it, it was magical. It's really it was, like they, anybody that comes, there's a safety net for the rider. And there's a safety net for the horse. Correct. Like you have a like a little bit of bubble wrap around you where we're going to see what's going on. And then you get to leave and with so much mm -hmm. more knowledge and awareness mm -hmm. and understanding. And you were talking about willingness and happiness. Mm -hmm. Katie's going to bring out your willingness and happiness in you. I'm going to bring out your willingness and happiness in the yeah. horse. Yeah, and let me true. tell you, it's not always that easy. Um, and that should be noted. There, the, the, here's the fine print. Mm -hmm. All right, um, it's not always that easy. It's not always going to happen in one session. It's not always going to happen in that moment. But it does start to happen, and that is actually where we get laughing about the bucket. Because if any of you can imagine, yeah. if you're driving, don't close your eyes. But if you, <laughs> if you're not, close your eyes and imagine. You've, I'm sure, seen the statue with these buckets, and it's the water is pouring from one bucket to the next, and then at the bottom. They bring the waters brought back up to the first bucket. Yeah. Well, we laughed because I started to talk about the bucket, and then of course we had had this conversation earlier with the founder of Red Bucket Equine Rescue, and and we said, well, what, what, how perfect? Um, or I will steal a word from the founder, Susan. How kismet or mm -hmm. synergist is this whole idea? And so. We are inspired um, to tell you that we want to help you fill up that bucket. And don't you agree, Kristen, that to help your horse, you have to fill your bucket first. Absolutely. And self-care is not selfish. Coming to clinics is not selfish. No. I mean, it's necessary to fill your bucket so you have tools and you're available to yourself yeah. so you can help your horse. And please don't go out and ride your horse seven days a week. Give your horse a day off yeah. to kind of fill their own bucket. Um, and then come, and stretch your hips and, stretch and your talk hips. to Katie and I'll get you those psoas <laughs> muscles really safe to use. But work on those glutes. Go for a walk. Do something that's filling your buckets. And when you're coming to your horse, you're in a good frame of mind overall. And we're going to give you more podcasts. Uh, things are getting really busy, but we're going to yeah. give you more podcasts along the way with very specific intentions behind them, very specific ideas. But we thought this was a really cool one because so many people feel that imbalance on their horse. They're not sure what to do about it. And what we are both saying is we can take integral pieces of this puzzle and put them together. Yes. So you have a picture. So you have a full picture. Yeah. And you have a full bucket. And, and it's overflowing. And it's so overflowing. where you just can't help give it to others. And you, we all need to remember that our mind itself is the principal element of our overall creation. And within that mind is what we probably talk about more than anything is this awareness. Awareness of what is going on. I recently just completed a seven-day silent meditation retreat. And boy, oh boy, was that a first row seat in awareness and the elements of our mind. And what you want to create is available. You just need a little bit of support sometimes. And Kristen and I are, I think, more than willing. <laughs> Come join us. We to can give you support. support. So we hope that gives you a piece. We hope that gives you a piece of um, a very specific uh, example. And we'll give you more pieces of the puzzle along the way. Um, but that's it. That's it. Me. 
take a minute to check out Susan Pierce, Red Bucket Equine Rescue, and her little tagline that she uses mm -hmm. is, in rescuing, I was rescued. And I think that's really beautiful. So I won't really, I don't think we should say much more about Red Bucket. I think you should go um, check it out. give it a check out. All right, Kristen. Thanks, everybody. Take care, everybody. Bye. So I just want to thank you for taking some time to sit and listen to this enthusiastic conversation that Kristen and I have. I've yet to have a conversation with Kristen that is not enthusiastic, to be totally honest. She's such an interesting human to talk to and to bounce ideas off of. But to wrap up this podcast, I really do want to take a moment and honor Susan Pierce at Red Bucket Rescue. Red Bucket was founded because they couldn't turn their backs, the team and Susan, on these horses. They just couldn't not help. And they understood that rescue is only the beginning for these horses. Getting them out of these situations is really just the start. And they created a model of rescue that has significantly increased the probability of overall success once these horses have been rescued. They're committed to saving and serving slaughter-bound, abused, high-risk, and desperate horses from horrible situations. Their dedicated team lovingly cares for the horses as they heal, as they're, they're assessed, rehabilitated, and trained in preparation for their new forever homes. And once these horses have been carefully matched with an adopter, the field support team partners with an adopter to remove any barriers that's going to get these horses into any trouble in the future and facilitates a really happy transition. Their program removes the obstacles, provides the tools, training and support to help keep the horses happy, safe in their new home. So I just really wanna honor the amazing efforts that Red Bucket Rescue has given and they have definitely filled the buckets for these horses to go back out and do what horses do so well, which is to be part of us and part of our community. So thank you, Red Bucket Rescue, Susan Pierce. Keep up the great work. Look forward to working with you in the future. And everybody else, keep breathing, keep filling your buckets. Maybe even a red bucket you can fill up. All right, be safe. Keep breathing. Bye-bye.